to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me today, I've got a uh, guitarist, um, uh, leader of uh, the, the um, jazz group uh, Pocket Change. Um, he's also played with a number of uh, other musicians in the Milwaukee music scene. Um, and I'm excited to talk to him about his passions, artistry, and why he does what he does. Uh, thank you for joining me this morning, Nate. Good to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, for sure. Uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, we just had a show last night um, at uh, Snifters um, on the on South Sixth Street. Um, I think, uh, and Alan Hallis here, uh, friend from Breaking and Entering, were uh, they were there um, doing some recording, I think, um, and. Uh, our, we had a, a featured artist this week was Tuan Mack. Oh, yeah. Of course. Tuan Mack is uh, one of the most important people to know in Milwaukee music, if you ask mm -hmm. me. Yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, we were talking, some. he wants to do like an unplugged album of some kind with us. So that might be happening in the in the future. Exciting. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he uh, he and Alan go way back um, because, I mean, Tuan, not only has he been in the music scene since the 80s, but he also hosts our uh, Big Beat MKE, the producer. Yeah, I think that was the, I think that was the first, first, one of the first things I saw him at. I think I went to, like, the, the, the beat battle at, uh, what is it called the jack jackalope or whatever it's jackalope? called yeah 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 um yeah he is uh, great to talk to he's great energy for sure so i bet that was uh, a lot of fun last night yeah 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 it was a lot of fun um i really enjoy playing with uh playing with the, that band in general but like having 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 the chance to like have these different featured artists um, every time we, we do it is uh, also uh, it's a fun. It's just fun to new, play with with new people and, and kind of like make different connections in the scene. And uh, we've been you know we've been doing uh, we started out doing it every week, and then uh, we switched after about a month of that we switched to doing it every other week. And it's been really good to um, um, uh, connect with all these and collaborate with all these uh, people that have have admired uh, their 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 stuff um, for a while from just like going to their shows and that kind of stuff and then having the opportunity to um, you know ask them to come and sit in with us and and, and make some music together is really good. Yeah, definitely. It's um, building those relationships and speaking things into existence and. Uh... That's always exciting. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Nate, what we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talked love and fear, passion and creativity. And um, so um, I've known you for like almost two years now, I think. Um, started seeing you out at gigs um, because, you know, you're a musician and you play with a, played with a lot of different artists. Um, got to see Pocket Change. Um, I want to say it was like 
like November. Yeah, yeah, it was like November. Um, yeah, like uh, around Thanksgiving last. Uh, yeah, last year, my company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, with Armstrong Ransom, um, who also is a veteran of Milwaukee music scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was cool to see what you were doing there. And um, yeah, I mean, I've um, been saying that you guys have been playing out again uh, as much as you really can uh, during the pandemic and everything. But mm-hmm. um, we'll talk more about that. But first, uh, Nate, um, let's start with. Uh, so, are you are you from Milwaukee? No, I'm I'm from I'm originally from Winona, Minnesota, just across the. Um, the river or the Mississippi from lacrosse uh, La oh yeah yeah sure and, yeah and beautiful area yeah yeah it's a gorgeous really gorgeous I could like walk walk outside my house and see the Mississippi from right there it's pretty pretty cool um but uh yeah I moved here in 2012 uh to go to school at UWM for jazz guitar performance and I've uh, been here since then. Oh, yeah. No reason to leave. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about, like, when um, when you kind of started playing. Like, where did it kind of uh, begin in your life uh, playing music? Um, well, I started playing um, the clarinet when I was in fourth grade. Um, when I was you... a clarinet player, too. Yeah. Um, when... Uh... Yeah, when you get to fourth grade, you have the option to, um, to, you know, join band, uh, to start playing in band and uh, playing an instrument. And the our one of the our band teacher came in and, um, you know, kind of did a little demonstration of all the different instruments and you hear the different sounds. And clarinet was just the this that it's that real smooth kind of even sound that that like kind of appealed to me and still appeals to me um i played that for i played i played clarinet uh slash bass i switched to bass clarinet in uh sophomore year of high school um but i played played bass clarinet the clarinet and bass clarinet all the way through like sophomore year of college i think Cause I would, I would, oh. um, yeah, I played it for a long time, um, play all through high school. And then, um, even after I graduated, I would come back and play in, uh, the Winona, uh, my hometown's, uh, municipal band, which would do concerts on like every week. Mm. Um, so when I, when I was back, I would like, I'd, I'd come, uh, live with my parents for the summer and, um, play in that, that band for the summer. So. Um, yeah, I played clarinet for a long time, um, and, but it was when I was in uh, seventh grade, um, a lot of my friends were playing guitar, um, and I thought it was cool. I, I, know, I wanted to be like them, so I, was, uh, I wanted to start playing guitar. So I, I'm, like, I grew up listening to uh, classic rock, mainly, um, and... Uh, so I mean that's very guitar oriented music, and yeah, and I was just kind of like drawn to it, and ended up getting getting my my guitar uh, and starting lessons uh, when I was in seventh grade, and 
didn't take too long for that to become the priority over um over clarinet but um yeah i was uh started started playing seventh grade um and uh it was around uh my sophomore year of high school that i started to um i wanted to play in the in the in the jazz band in um in high school because i i played clarinet in the jazz band in uh, middle school and i just like liked the, the energy of it um yeah. and so i started i, I got a, a a new guitar teacher that could like teach me jazz and um um his name is Jan Dreesen. He's a really cool good dude. Um but yeah started to introduce me in, into jazz and, and um uh at at some point I kind of uh I, I, at that point I wanted to uh, I decided that I wanted to do that. You know, I wanted to go to school to you know to get better at, at doing that. Um up until like probably about that same time, the you know tenth grade I was uh i was also i was kind of obsessed with with drawing and comic books and i was uh i was dead set on on being a comic book um illustrator or penciler or something and uh but that kind of changed when when uh when music kind of took over yeah you knew you're going to do something creative i yeah i guess i didn't I, I didn't really know i like i have these uh at, at the time i had kind of three passions uh in my life uh, i had um drawing and music and martial arts that was the other thing so i was like i i guess i didn't uh, I, I considered the possibility of doing something with with martial arts but i didn't really know you know like like a clear path um as far what kind as kind of uh martial arts were you doing um i since i was since i uh, was five i've studied um japanese karate and um i also uh i've done a bunch of other martial arts too um i did uh judo and jiu-jitsu for about four years i wrestled for five years i did a little bit of Aikido and for the last like two or three years I've been studying um, Tai Chi, um, which has been life changing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, um, <clears throat> yeah, I never did martial arts, but I played a lot of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> um, where I learned what all of the different ones were, yeah. but that's cool. Um, so you ended up deciding on jazz guitar, obviously, mm -hmm. it brought you to EWM. Um, what, uh, what do you have to say about the program at EWM? Um, I liked, uh, I mean, I let, met a lot of good people. Um, I loved, uh, hanging with my, uh, my teachers were really cool, fun to hang out with. Um, I just was, I was just, uh, texting one of my 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 main um private instructor my main uh lessons uh teacher um like yesterday um 
uh, like really good, good people. Um, I think like since I've graduated um, and like I started to do a lot of like self teaching and just kind of like trying to absorb as much information about jazz and uh, like music theory and harmony and, and that kind of thing. Um, and I don't know, I feel like there are things that weren't required that weren't required in the program that probably should have been and things that were required that, that, that didn't need to be. So I don't know. It was, and and actually the, the jazz program at UWM is, is no longer there. Um, not because it was like bad. I think they just didn't have um, a lot of people in, enrolled. Um, but um, I think that my the the jazz guitar program is still there because the guitar program at UWM is kind of its own its own thing, its own entity. Um, but it was it was it was good. It was um, yeah. Overall, it was good. Yes. Um, when did you uh, finish school? Uh, when did I finish school? Uh, 2016. Okay, sure. Um, so, um, uh, once uh, once you were like done with school, um, how would you uh, kind of enter the Milwaukee music scene? So I actually, um, before I even graduated, I was um, on tour with. My, my so my um one of my one of my teachers um got me this gig playing in a band um, um called the Charles Walker Band um and we were we would tour like way way out of town like ten plus hours out of town on the on the weekends and um. And then I'd be, you know, and back, we come back and I'd have school and, and, and whatever during the week. Um, so I was already doing that. And I learned a lot about, uh, is it, is a funk band. And I'm not sure if I mentioned that. So, um, I learned a lot about, about that style of music and kind of, uh, it's, it's a good learning experience. I just kind of like went from mostly listening to, uh, like, the bebop era jazz and uh like the classical music that i was studying for like music history and that kind of stuff to getting into more of like the the canon of of black american music um just like later you know the just later iterations of that uh funk r&b soul neo soul the uh, hip-hop um the, and this uh this uh, kind of new jazz and NU jazz um, kind of sound, which is kind of closer to what uh, Pocket Change and has ended up um, sounding like. Um, but yeah, I kind of kind of got into all of that through um, through a Charles Walker band and met a lot of I met a lot of cool cool people. Um, was playing in that band um the people that that were playing in the band but also like the other um bands that we'd be like playing with uh, on the bill we met i met um uh sunny t who um played bass for prince for a good chunk of time 
he was one of his regular go-to bass players. Um, and I met um, uh, Jonathan Smith, who just recorded keyboards on a Her song. Um, and he, before that, he was like touring with this country artist, Hunter something. Um, but he's the, 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 I first met him at this, this kind of like uh, dive bar in West Virginia um that that we used to play it was kind of a regular place that we would play when we would tour um and uh he and his other two friends um are just like they're all there's just this power trio they're all like amazing musicians play like all the different instruments and they can switch off uh and they just blew me away um and then who else who else have i met to that band uh like uh uh, this band Nasty Snacks out of uh, Chicago. They're a really, really great band, um, funk band, super heavy. Um, but a lot, yeah. So I don't know. I was, it, was, it was a really good experience. And then, um, like, uh, just talking, you know, it, we, we played, we, we actually didn't play a whole lot in Milwaukee. Um, uh, I, 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 but I did make connections uh uh like with other milwaukee musicians just by like talking about my experiences about being in charles walker band because a lot of um a lot of different uh people in milwaukee have either are either aware of that band or have played in the band or were asked to play in the band something like that um but yeah we had yeah, the the kind of the i guess the the culmination of our uh our shows are like the, one of our the best experience with that band in milwaukee was playing um jazz in the park that was like one of our one of the last shows before i left the band um and it was really really fun there's yeah i mean we, we had played festival shows and stuff with a lot of people before but um that was it was just the energy was really good everyone like the music was really tight it was really fun it was a blast hell yeah and I do miss jazz in the park a lot. Right. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that was kind of like the big inception was through that band. Yeah. Yeah. I played with them for, I think almost two years. Um, so yeah, I was playing with them for like before I graduated and then for like a year, year and a half after I graduated. Um, and for a while that was, you know, because I was, uh, because I was touring, um, so often it was, uh, tough to like have any other job or take any other gigs because it's all on the weekends. Um, so that was kind of my main thing for a while. And I was, I was, I mean, it was, it was enough to sustain me at the, at the time being because my rent was dirt cheap and I was living with like three other people and uh didn't have a whole lot of expenses but uh uh yeah at, at, at some point i just i needed to do something else so i how did i do i can't even remember what my next what my next job was after that but um but yeah is is a is a good um way to get into the scene uh one of the one of the people that uh i met uh 
through that band um, was uh, he played drums with us. Um, uh, Josh McHatton, who um, was playing drums with Pocket Change um, when you saw us in November. Um, uh, and he's a really great guy, really incredible drummer. And um, he like changed, like he would turn me on to all these um, uh, like gospel drummer musicians and uh, gospel and just gospel guitar players. And so I started getting to gospel music uh, through him. And eventually he invited me to play at his church, which is how I met his brother, PJ, who was playing bass uh, in the band at, the, at, at, that, uh, at that point in time when he saw us as well. Um, and so I played, I played at their church for like, I want to say it's like three or four years. And um, that was, I learned a lot about um, like how to, how to listen, like um, how to like, like pick up, how to learn a song by ear. Cause there's a lot of times where um, like, you don't like you don't want you don't know the song that that's going to be played until until you're playing it and so it's just like you're thrown into the fire like they they would know the songs which is good and then i would just they like i i would be a song that i didn't know so i just have to try to like catch it by ear learn figure out what key i'm in figure out what the chord progression is and 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 whatnot but um so it was um you know, keep me on my toes and it was a really good learning experience playing with those guys. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, I guess that can uh, be a good segue into, uh, how pocket change started. Yeah. So pocket change started, um, originally it was just, um, so th this, um, uh, trumpet player from Milwaukee, Jamie Brevik. I'm not sure if you heard yeah, of him. I know. Yeah. Him. yeah. Um, he uh, got me a gig um, at the Highbury um, in Bayview, and uh, was, bar. Yeah, and it was like a like a, a uh, like a I, don't, I can't remember maybe like a week before the the gig was supposed to happen that he got me the date, and uh, I just had to like get a group together and so i was i uh, just uh, like asked around the or i just thought about like what musicians i wanted to play with um and uh there was josh and tj mccatton who um i was playing with them at church on a regular basis and then um isaiah joshua um on, on keyboards who like um, it's uh, inspiration every time I hear him play. He's an incredible, incredible musician. Um, and so I knew that, like, we could do a whole like couple of hours just kind of jamming on, on, on whatever, um, and make it work. Like we could, we could probably just go in there and improvise two, two whole sets, and it would be fine. Um, but we ended up like we we uh, got together like the night before wrote uh, or kind of like threw together some um like two or three chord or four chord jams and um and and then uh you know played the gig the next day and 
it was fun. And uh, I then after after that, um, we started. I got I got hit up to do by the Jazz Estate to do. Um, I think some some late night sessions. They were doing they're doing um, late night sessions for a while, and um, so I, I did it with that group, um, just under my name, the Nate Flughoft, um Quartet. Yeah, quartet at that point. Um, and um, eventually, uh, we. Uh, oh, Eric Jacobson, who does the booking at the Jazz State, prompted me to like have a name for the group because it was easier to like market it and that kind of stuff. So I had to come up with a name, and uh, the the pocket is like the like the it's like the groove of the song, right? So, um, and because uh, all of us are kind of comfortable with, um, you know having that that pocket be flexible and and uh ha, yeah having it be kind of fluid and 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 uh like organically changing throughout a song um it's like the we just i went with pocket change which is also the name of a nate smith album he's a he's a drummer um but um uh which is so it's kind of like under this it's the same kind of concept but um yeah, so that's how how the we got the name. Um, yeah, it's uh, and then we we uh, we were doing Wednesday. We do a we would do a Wednesday night at the Jazz Estate like once a month, and it was like pretty consistently like a lot of people would be you know pack out the Jazz Estate, which doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, very and, uh, intimate intimate romantic mm -hmm. yeah yeah but uh we had some really good fun shows there um and i started um writing um writing some original music um kind of re refined the those original jams that um that we had used on that first gig and kind of turned them into more song-like things and uh took some other material that I had that I'd kind of written and actually like made charts for it and and we started playing those um so it was a kind of a vehicle for playing my original music as well um and then we had a uh we added um a singer um Callie Palm um and that was that was good. Um, we it was, it was nice to um, sit back and let the let have uh, vocals kind of um, take the the spotlight. Um, at some actually, I, I don't know if I think bef uh, even before we added Callie, um, I think we had already added um, Cesar uh, Hernandez. Yeah. um who's a incredible incredible rapper um he's the mc right he's the mc yeah yeah <clears throat> he's uh yeah he's yeah he, he added a whole lot to our sound having having um yeah just having uh some kind of a vocalist and and then that 
um we were already doing kind of more like hip-hop kind of grooves and so um uh you know having uh, you know that, that kind of i guess kind of refocused our sound to be sort of more hip-hop oriented um but also like uh like arm like for and then when we added cali then we were also doing like some vocal tunes uh r&b kind of things um so we we had that that um that lineup for for quite a while and then um josh got a job playing nba 2k professionally like uh, yeah so he got drafted uh by the virtual dallas mavericks and because of that had to move to um move to dallas i believe yeah he was in dallas for for a while because of that and um so um at the time we were still like doing gigs and stuff so i had to, I had to find uh someone else to to play drums and that's how um i hit up my i, I hit up my friend um peter belmer who i'd done some some uh shows with and was, felt he was totally capable of playing music and uh, like interacting with us in a, in a similar kind of way and um and we we were doing all, all, quite a few shows like that um and yeah and then um we i i had i had decided uh there there was like there's like a period where we weren't doing anything when covid first hit and we didn't have we, had, we weren't doing any gigs or anything um and i kind of in that period i kind of decided that um i wanted to do more instrumental music um or or uh, more like hip-hop oriented and um didn't want to didn't want to have a uh like just a, a regular singer in the group um so um yeah so we so we um yeah so i ended up parting ways with callie it's all good though she's a great singer um a uh, good person but it's just like a, a i don't know a different kind of artistic direction that i wanted to go with things um creative differences which is totally okay yeah i mean yeah it's it's and yeah yeah, nothing against her. She's a good singer. Um, but yeah, so that with that, um, when uh, uh, Cesar's, uh, we we had we had a, a connection that 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 like uh, through Cesar that got us um, this this gig at Snifters, and um, they wanted initially i thought it was just going to be we we're going to be on like a i think they said like a 12 week cycle or something like that so we'd have a gig every like three months or something like that but after the first show he asked us if we'd just be like the house band and play every week um so um we were like okay sure weekly gig sweet um uh but, but uh to, to like keep things fresh so we're not doing like the same music over and over again every week um 
and just like to generate interest, we would have we started doing bringing these um, um, featured artists in. Um, so I started with um, my friend Jaslyn, who was a vocalist, and um, we've had a bunch of other people. Um, Aaron Crook, um, who's a who was a friend of ours that uh, uh, came to the show. He's a uh, singer. Um, uh, we had Niall. Nice. Um, we had my friend uh, Alan Eckhart. Um, had um, the singer Ty Wild had most recently um uh we had uh my friend ryan porter or, or, or his stage names orion and then last night we had twan mac uh i feel like i'm forgetting somebody i'm sorry whoever it is but um yeah and so those are all really dope artists though yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been really fun. Yeah, Elon and uh, Peter Belmer actually played with Hopper's Luck uh, mm -hmm. at my birthday show. Oh, nice! Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, with uh, with uh, Talaluk, yeah, Talaluk, yeah, man, he's another insanely talented and very, yeah. very hardworking musician. He yeah, gigs like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, um, yeah, no, those are really fun musicians to watch, fun to listen to. Um, really, uh, dudes you have really interesting conversations with. Uh, yeah, it's always a lot of fun when I get to see those guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that, yeah, so those guys, that's pretty much the, the whole story of Pocket Change from its inception to yeah. present. So, um, so I guess that leads us to like, uh, what are you guys working on? Um, do you have, uh, recordings in the books or, um, we don't have anything well, like we, we want to record an EP we have, um, or, uh, or an album of some, some sort, um, uh, talked about uh, a couple of different, uh, possibilities, uh, having some of the, the people that we had featured, um, at the Snifter shows and doing like, oh, Felix Ramsey. That's who I forgot. Felix, we had Felix Ramsey on. on. Um, but so like having, um, uh, having some of these, these, these vocalists, um, or rappers, MCs, um, do some features, um, with us, like write, write a tune, um, and then, and then record it. Um, and we have some, uh, some original things that, um, that me and C's wrote together and uh, Isaiah has uh, an original of his that we love to play that we want to record and then maybe a couple of mine. Um, but yeah, we just kind of have to like sit down and, and uh, decide what we're going to do, what, what tunes we're going to record. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to have to have it all pretty much rehearsed and like so we can go to the session knock it out in like a day or two and and uh and just be and be done with it um for uh financial um purposes but also just because just to make it like less um stressful i guess yeah sure i feel that well uh yeah that sounds like it'd be a fun uh 
fusion project of some sorts with um yeah a lot of um of a collaborative nature and uh yeah that, that sounds like it'd be cool sounds like it'd be fun um mm -hmm. um send it over to me once you uh whenever that happens yeah yeah i definitely will i'll be promoting the hell out of it when it when it actually does happen <laughs> good um my last question is um so are you currently doing anything outside of pocket change right now musically um I do I do gigs here and there, kind of stuff that I picked up. Um, I did a gig with the Funk Club Wagon. Um, yeah, we did a well, it wasn't well. This particular one that I did that was outside of Pocket Change. We the Pocket Change did a, a Funk Club Wagon gig, but then um, um, I just did like a one with with the with uh, with uh, the with the other uh, guys. That, uh, that play with funk club like uh, uh, Buddha and um, uh, Jack Reed, and um, oh, yeah. we did we did on the on the on the the, the funk tune the the pontoon and we did it oh. on a lake. Um, but my main thing outside of pocket change is uh, teaching. I I have like three different teaching jobs right now, um, teaching guitar lessons um, at the Wauwatosa School of Music um and also through um maestro makers which does in-home lessons um of course a lot of these things have been they switched over to doing virtual lessons for a good chunk of uh of the summer and and or the year i guess and um we um are just kind of just since september we have been starting to do more uh starting to do some in-person lessons again um and then I just started a job at, uh, or a teaching job at um, Brookfield Academy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. my main, my main cool. source of, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I got you. So, um, yeah. Well, um, sounds like fun stuff, Nate. Uh, it's always fun to see you play, and uh, yeah, I look forward to what Pocket Change continues to do, who you continue to work with, and. Um, yeah, uh, my my closing questions I ask everyone on the way out is, Nate, uh, what keeps you up at night? Um, tension in my body. <laughs> oh yeah. So like, I talked about like talk about this with everyone, but um, from doing Tai Chi, um, it, it you you learn it was like the beginning stages of it are like you know feeling into your body feeling tension in your body and and then releasing it and uh when you get really good at feeling tension in your body then you're just like always aware of it and um so like it's been a it's been a like a process it's getting it's getting better um but for a, a good chunk of time you like you just kind of are just always aware of all of the um imbalances little tight spots in your body and and that that can definitely keep keep me up at night but i don't know i i kind of i i try not to do a bunch of worrying about shit just because uh it's not conducive to your mental health uh i like sleeping so uh 
and uh, I've been uh, like doing. I, I'm I consider myself Buddhist at this point, um, and uh, just like having that kind of mindset, trying to meditate when I can, um, and being aware of aware of my thoughts and like noticing any stressful things that arise in, in my head and, and being able to release those things rather than fixate on them, which is what the kind of shit that keeps you up at night. Yeah. I feel you on the attention thing. It's like once you notice it, once you notice something's there, you can't like unnotice it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at like an optical illusion or like, um, what is the, the, the arrow in the FedEx logo? Like once you see it, mm-hmm. can't you can't not notice it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, what puts you to sleep? Um, I don't know. Um, just like focusing on my breath. Basically, like doing what you do when you're meditating. Yeah, I count things like in my head that that's usually like my my um yellow brick road to falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean it sounds like you're a pretty relaxed dude generally so uh yeah i'm pretty pretty uh i try to keep things pretty chill well i'm sure the martial arts and the buddhism and whatnot um just you know you listen to your soul a lot so um yeah man thanks for being on the show uh, this is fun. Yeah. Great to have you. And uh, for everyone watching, check out Pocket Change and uh, stay tuned for what they do next. Thank, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.